Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. R.C. In Florida, a woman is sentenced in the murder of her mother, and if you think she's spending anywhere near the rest of her life in prison, you would be incorrect. In California, a homeowner defends his grandmother and child from a would-be intruder, and deep fakes are making photoshopping new photos look like child's play and begging the question, Has technology gone too far? These stories and more coming at you today, Thursday, December 7th. 
on Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Thirsty Thursday. Yep. I better yep. keep it under control. I've got a... I got another wedding, back-to-back weddings on weekends for Uh-oh. me. I thought you were supposed to do that in your 20s, not your right? 60s. Hump day and Thursday. Most of the time now in May, just, it's funerals. And yeah. Back in the day, it used to be you were going to weddings all the time. Yeah. And December weddings. Who gets married in December? It's the weirdest. It's the weirdest I, I got married thing. In December. I got married in November. Yeah, so did I. Okay, I guess. I got married in December um, by... Justice of the Peace it was a one-stop shop. I was watching Jeopardy. I was able to get my hair cut in the barbershop that was there. And then the guy that was the witness, well, first of all, when I showed up, I walked in the door, and the guy sitting behind the desk, I had arrested. And his eyes got that this big, and I said, I need to see your daddy. And then the JP and I were friends. Mm-hmm. And um, as even time, he called back and said, Daddy, Detective Overton's here. And so he ended up being our witness and I had arrested him before, and now he, and he since died of an overdose or something. But oh well, there you go. I knew that story. Yeah, told did, that one right? before. Yep. So, all right. And that being said, let's get down to some crime time for Thursday. All right. A judge has sentenced a woman to 15 years in prison only for violently killing her mother five years ago. And cutting her eyes out. Oh. Camille Bala pled guilty to manslaughter with a weapon, which explains the lighter sentence. She already has over 2,000 days of time served. And because she has been in custody since her arrest in 2018, she's only going to have to serve a little more than 10 years in prison total. For cutting somebody's eyes out? For cutting somebody's eyes out. Her own mother. Oh, my God. On March 16th, 2018, at 1.40 p.m., the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office received a call from someone who said his co-worker, Bala, needed them to come over because Bala believed she may have murdered her mother. The co-worker went to Bala's residence uh, and found her covered in blood, so they called 911. Deputies arrived, and Bala appeared frantic. She told one of the responding deputies, I killed my mother, and I need help. There's your confession. She said her mother was in the garage, so the deputy went inside and found a significant amount of blood spatter throughout the residence. The deputy made his way into the garage and discovered Francisca Bala deceased. She was partially clothed with multiple large lacerations on her body. The affidavit said that Bala's eyes had been removed from her head. Monteria Bala, that is, the mother. Uh, and placed on a nearby cardboard box. The fire department arrived at the scene to aid Bala, who had lacerations on her body. She reportedly told officials she smoked marijuana, but believed it was laced with flaca, which is a drug similar to bath salts. Or that's the same shit. PCP. Look, PCP will make you do... Mm -hmm. And not that I have any experience with that, honestly, but from what I know, it'll make you do some crazy shit. Uh, Bala continuously mumbled, screamed, ran around, and eventually fell to the ground. While on the ground, she began to spontaneously scream, I'm a murderer, I'm a murderer. She had cuts on her hands, knees, and fingers, so a deputy transported her to a hospital. 
Uh, investigators obtained a warrant and searched her home several hours later. A trail of blood led to the living room, through the garage, and into the kitchen. And the amount of blood trail would grow heavier as they progressed. And that's where they found Monterio Bala with several large, deep lacerations and traumatic injuries throughout her body, head, arms, chest, stomach, and growing. Both of her eyes had been removed from their sockets several feet away uh, from the victim was a cardboard box, which the victim's eyes sat on top of. Detectives noticed broken glass that they believed was what was used uh, to pry out the eyeballs. Yeah, and they also found notes with religious messages on them related to clearing the soul as well as paper with marijuana on it. So um, there, there, there's your the soul, the shocking story right there. Young, and, the, but ten years, that's all yeah, she's getting. Yeah, really, I, I don't agree with that because in my story, Mister Nice Guy, an original uh, RRC, where the guy cut the baby out of his wife's stomach and slit her throat, and but he did call nine one one, but he was smoking that same shit, the bath salts, and mm. obviously it made him crazy. But my position is. Um, you were a grown ass person and you decided to do this shit, even though, you know, they says on there, don't do it. And that's on you. I mean, that's a thing. Smoking bath salts. It's it's, it's synthetic weed is what it's called. And now it's been, um, made illegal everywhere, but they just changed the package and said, this is bath salts or potpourri. Don't smoke it, but they still sell it in gas stations. I mean, you put that shit in your body. Holy fuck. You're asking for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and, and you should. You to the point you're yanking your, mama's eyes out with after glass. After you kill her and you write religious notes and everything <sighs> else. And, I mean, there's no doubt that they may have been, you know, temporary insane at the time. But you're temporary insane because you smoked that shit. I don't know. Well, you know what? Roy Kristen and Kristen could have still made mama look pretty at that service. Uh, not, well, I don't they I could have they still could have pulled have, that off. Have, only they could have made only that happen. They could have pulled that off. Oh, all right. So let's go to another story, y'all, out of Los Angeles. In a Los Angeles homeowner shot and killed a burglar over the weekend. The homeowner was awakened when a group of men wearing dark hoodies and masks broke into his home. Both his child and his grandmother were also in the home at the time. And so police responded to the home around 5 a.m. Saturday morning after receiving radio calls of shots fired inside the residence. The homeowner told police he was inside his home when three or four unknown men wearing dark clothing, hoodies, and masks broke in. One of the suspects pointed a weapon at the victim, and while the suspects were inside the residence, the victim produced a firearm and a shooting occurred. Uh, One suspect went down in the homeowner's then chased the remaining suspects who are believed to be in their 20s out of the house. Authorities believe one of the suspects that ran was injured after spotting a trail of blood leading out of the residence. The grandmother and the toddler were unharmed, thankfully, along with the homeowner. Neighbors were unnerved at the sight of the homeowner being taken away in handcuffs. He was taken to the police station for an interview and later released. The three suspects who ran away left behind the vehicle the four had arrived in, which was a late model 7 Series BMW. I'm sure it was stolen, but the car was towed away. And 
is likely stolen. Neighbors also said they weren't shocked by they were not shocked by the bold attempted robbery. We've been having burgers every day in this neighborhood, one resident told the TV. So I'm not surprised at all. It's been a real problem. Residents here are fed up. Another neighbor who did not want to be named said these thieves messed with the wrong homeowner. So hopefully this will stop them, they said. It makes me feel good that people are able to protect their homes and stop these guys. In the Los Angeles County Coroner's investigators examined a dead suspect and determined he suffered two gunshot wounds and was found in possession of the homeowner's property. And the slain suspect's identity has not been released. And we remember what happened two weeks ago when a Los Angeles man used a gun to defend his family, and we'll watch closely to see what happens next in this case. Oh, you know what? You got a right to defend yourself and your property That's and right. your home. And good for him. And I saw the uh, a couple of the news stories about this. This happened in a town called Granada Hills, mm-hmm. which is uh, – in the San Fernando Valley, and it's a relatively new area developed in the last, you know, twenty years primarily. So they're all new homes. Right. They're, uh, you know, they're not multi multi million dollar homes, but they're expensive homes, and they're uh, nice, nice sparkling new communities, gated communities. Nice targets uh, for bad guys. Yeah. yeah, and it seems like they're maybe moving away from retail. You know, they were hitting right. retail really hard in Southern California, and we haven't had a lot of retail theft in the last few weeks, but we're hearing about about a bunch of home break-ins. Mm, yeah, you're right about that. And they showed up in the new BMW. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Right? I mean, I'm sure it was stolen, but. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that probably helped with whatever story got them through the gate. Because they, they probably got through a gate. I mean, most of those communities in Granite Hills are gated. When doing undercover stuff and like some of the richest neighborhoods in the world. I just wait till a car before me pulled in. And I just run it right after them. Yep. And if they had a security guard, then naturally I didn't get to do that. But most of them don't. Um, these generally do. I mean, maybe not in... in Granada Hills, maybe they didn't, uh, but a lot of those uh, in Southern Cal do have a a guard at the gate. So, don't know, but maybe a 7 Series just gets you right through. Well, we've talked a lot about technology and cybercrime and artificial intelligence and what the government's trying to do about certain things and how Elon Musk thinks it's the largest threat we face on planet Earth, and uh, this is a wild story. So in the winter of 2020, when an acquaintance arrived unannounced at Helen Mort's door, telling the mom of one that he had made a grim discovery, the anonymous man had found dozens of graphic images of her plastered on a porn site. Some depicted obscene and violent sex acts. They had been online for over a year. At first, it didn't really compute. Helen, now 38, says, how could I be on this website? I've never taken a nude image of myself my entire life. Then it became clear she was the victim of a deep fake porn attack. Her keyboard perpetrator had pilfered images from her social media accounts and used AI and other sophisticated computer software to transpose her face onto the bodies of porn actresses. Some pictures were so realistic, the untrained eye could not pick out, uh, could not pick out, 
uh, would not pick them out as fake. In one, Helen's face is seen smiling. The original photo had been taken on vacation in Ibiza, but uh, was now stitched onto the body of a naked woman down on all fours and being strangled by a man. The thought of this was something that only, I thought this was something that only happened to celebrities. I'm a nobody. Three years on, through the pic- though the pictures have since disappeared, the identity of her abuser remains a mystery, but not for want of trying. Helen contacted the British police immediately, but was eventually told there was nothing they could do since the images were faked. Her case did not constitute a revenge porn crime. Hmm. Unfortunately, Helen's case is far from isolated. As computing power and personal uh, mobile phones and the capabilities of AI tech have advanced, the emergence of deep fake content has taken many by surprise. Shockingly, porn makes up 98% of all deep fakes, according to a recent report. The sick phenomenon was born back in 2017 when a Reddit user uploaded lewd pictures of Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Watson, and other female A-listers. The Reddit user posted under the name Deep Fake. That's how it became the sort of code name for this stuff. Now, countless applications and websites exist for users to tweak, polish, and yes, generate entirely fake imagery at the touch of a button. Most common are the so-called face-swapping apps, easily accessible on Apple and Android app stores. One of the most popular apps is called Reface. It boasts a community of over 150 creators around the world who create stunningly realistic images Apple gives the app a rating of 4.8 out of 5. Lifetime uh, access costs as little as $32.99. The second and far more nefarious and advanced type of deepfake involves AI. They don't use existing porn clips, but instead create computer-generated and ultra-convincing nude bodies under a chosen face. They often work by approximating what genitals would look like based on the curves and shape of of a clothed body. One website hmm. called Deep Nude, website called Deep Nude boasts that you forever. can <laughs> you can see any girl naked with the click of a button. A standard package on Deep Nude allows you to generate 100 images a month for 29.95 while $99 will get you a premium of 420. Yeah, right. and check um, this out. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy folks. Currently there is no federal mandate that bans the creation or distribution of deep fake pornography. That's this correct. is not illegal. So, well, not yet. Uh, well, uh, 12 states, including California, New York, Texas, and Virginia, have passed early stage regulations against deep fakes, but some of these allow for victims to press criminal charges. Others only allow for civil cases to be brought. Um, experts are now calling on search engines like Google, in particular, to banish these harmful sites. A spokesperson for Google said, as the space evolves, we're in the process of building more expansive safeguards with a particular focus on removing the need for known victims to request content removals one by one. Yeah. Scare stuff. Two, two thoughts on this, just quickly. Yes, I'll give you the two names I of the sites. The first no, I wrote it. The, oh, you did wrote, wrote it. I know what the first one but, is. What, what's that? That what was the neighbor doing on that site? <laughs> that, that's actually a good question. Uh, well, my my thought process on all this: number one, look, this is nothing new. It, photoshopping heads yeah. on new bodies have, has been going on forever. It's just gotten a lot harder to determine if it's real or right. fake with deep fakes. Uh, the second thing is, if anybody would like to use my face and put it on Lou Ferrigno's body, 
I got no problem with that. Uh, you might want to send it to me because I'm gonna promote it all over Facebook. You, you might want an older picture of Frigno's body. Yeah, but but, but <laughs> most most of ripped. that stuff that we've seen in the past whatever ten years, you could you could well, tell. Well, that's what I'm saying. The technology has gotten a lot better, but but but, but this, the act itself, where they're is, gonna look at a clothed body and the AI can pretty closely approximate what that person would look like naked. And, and then they're transposing the, I mean, I'm pretty sure that makes me AI. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 everybody's looked, made everybody. Naked. Everybody's looked at another person. Yeah. But and, there and it's in your, it's in your head. It's a mental picture. Right. Right. Now it's a moving image. Yeah, no doubt. You're right. Well, and remember we reported in the past about how you can tell the deep fakes and this is still accurate. Cause I was looking at some last night, not nudes, but I was looking <laughs> sure. at some deep fake <laughs> pictures and the fingers. The, the, for whatever reason, this AI deepfake stuff cannot yeah, mimic fingers. So it looks that. like yeah. it, you've got like nine fingers on one hand and huh. stuff like that. So always look at the fingers for right. now until they figure right. out how to do that. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, you know, a site called Spank Bank. Right. Where just Spank. all of those, you know, mental right. pictures you've had for years yeah. is. I wonder who the fuck's paying $100 a year or whatever just to go make these pictures. Some sick effer who's yeah, just takes all obsessed. Watch with your it. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who you call him sick effer? I'm not sick. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, it's a good question. I mean, some people with with too much money and not enough time, I yeah, guess. Yes. And what percentage what of that saying? crime would you say is committed by? Well, it's not crime yet, but it's committed by men. Ninety nine point nine percent. I'm like no doubt about it. All of it. I'm sure. Crazy. All right. Well, we're going to go to that. Look, uh, we're going to go to Ohio, and I got a question, and that is potato chips. Y'all like potato chips? Of I course. Potato chips, yeah. what, what's your favorite kind of potato oh, chip? Yeah, it, it just depends. I'm not a uh, sweets guy, but I mean, like. Like a know, good Lay's sour cream yeah, and onion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. What you, Mike? I'm a sea salt and vinegar guy, yeah. but uh, I like some of those, like, road bread. New Orleans has a couple of. Yeah, of like brands that do them voodoo and, and yeah, that are really good. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm a Ruffles guy, I like Ruffles. Right. You know, a little rigid potato chip for me. Well, an Ohio man's been shot in the face because he refused to give up his potato chip. Oh, Those must be really good. Tell you, tell you about this story. In Akron, Ohio, police have arrested a man in a non fatal shooting that left a 31 year old man hospitalized with a gunshot wound in the face after he declined to share his bag of potato chips. Mm. Soon after the weekend shooting, investigators identified a 42-year-old as a person of interest. The next day, at about 6.30 p.m., officers spotted the man boarding a bus at the Metro Transit on South Broadway Street in Akron. With help uh, from a regional transit authority officer police stopped the bus and they basically took that man into custody he was found in possession of a firearm which may have been used in the shooting and uh, officers have charged him with felonious assault and weapons under disability so police originally responded to the suma health akron city hospital around 9 p.m on sunday for a man who transported himself there a 31 year old man told police he was confronted by an unknown man outside, you ready for this? Yeah. Lusty's Adventure. Lusty's Adventure. I'm thinking that might that have been a part. What the kids call <laughs> I think a titty bar. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that, I think it's in Akron. That's that gets LeBron's place. 
Lusty's? Yeah, I think LeBron. I bet you Lusty. Mike looks this up before the show. Is it oh, Lusty's adventure? No, He's reaching for his I phone now. I yeah. don't think LeBron bought Lusty. Yeah. So, uh, so the thirty-year-old man was was encountered outside of uh, Lusty's adventure by someone who asked him for some of his potato chips. After saying no and denying that request, the man told police a suspect produced a large handgun and shot him in the face before fleeing in an unknown vehicle. Jeez, over some potato chips. Over potato chips. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm not sharing my potato chips. Lusty's Adventure. That's the best part of that Definitely in front of Lusty's Adventure. Yeah, if I'm I'm out in front of Lusty's, you can can have some of my chips. Yeah, yeah, you have some much just probably in there. You got shit all over your hands. Yeah, so that was, uh, you know, one of those things where you just like, man, should have gave him shit. I'm sure he he regrets not giving him up, but he must have been hungry. Right, he ain't getting none of my chips. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Lusty's doesn't get great Yelp scores. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I knew he was going to pull They it probably up. have gone down, as my guess, since uh, since the incident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it probably affected crowds. Yeah. Hey, y'all remember the story out of Harahan where the um, the adult posed as a teenager to get to go to high yes. school? The Spanish. Yes. To, and uh, as I said, she's probably just went to get an education, right? Yep. Well, this one's a little bit different. A Florida woman pretended to be a 14-year-old homeschool girl to prey on middle schoolers for sex, according to police in oh Tampa. Oh, my gosh. Alyssa Ann Zinger, 22, was arrested last week for engaging in at least 30 sexual acts with at least one student and sending explicit videos to several more. Uh-huh. It is disturbing and unsettling to see an adult take advantage of a child and prey upon them, the Tampa's police uh, chief said. Anyone who may have been a victim of Zingers, we encourage you to come forward. Uh, we will support you and ensure a predator like Zinger doesn't cause you or others additional harm. Zinger crafted her fake persona and communicated with her victims on Snapchat. Multiple victims who attended Wilson Middle School in Tampa told police they believed that Zinger was their age but was homeschooled. Tampa police said they expected additional victims to come forward. The accused predator initiated a sexual relationship with one of the victims in May, which lasted through September. The victim, a boy between the ages of 12 and 15, told police that the pair had sex multiple times and that Zinger sent him explicit photos and videos. Another said Zinger sent a video to several children through Snapchat depicting sexual intercourse. Zinger admitted to one victim that she had engaged in sexual activities with other minors. And police say the accused pervert and one of the children were caught shoplifting at the Nordstrom's in July. She tried to keep her facade in front of her victim and told an officer she was born in 2009, a lie he was unable to verify. The officer confirmed the only other Alyssa Ann Zinger he could find information on was born in 2001. In a desperate attempt at deception, Zinger claimed that she had a half-sister with the same name. Mm. Whatever. The officer later dispelled her lies by requesting government, school, and employment records, as well as following up with her Tampa Publix employer, all of which confirmed she was an adult. Zinger was charged two counts of lewd and lascivious battery and five counts of lewd or lascivious molestation on the victim between ages of 12 and 15. She... 
has pled not guilty. The charge was released from jail on the, uh, after posting a seven five hundred dollar bond. She pled not guilty. She, well, yeah, no, nah, she's not going to fucking plead guilty. Right? Yeah, she, I mean, she, she got nothing she's to lose. Try to get, like, get a plea deal or something out of it, right? So, That's insane. And and I'm gonna tell you, uh, if you see this lady's picture, we'll post it on Facebook. She 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 could pass for. Younger. I mean, it, it's not like this is a woman that's obviously yeah. overage. Um, rape is a rape. She did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sick. Sick. Disgusting. I don't know. No doubt. Don't get it. Do not get it. Uh, let's go to New York. New York City. We're going to Brooklyn, actually. But that's New York City. You might, you might be going to New York several times this month. Well, I've been there this past weekend. I'm going to actually. I might stop in Pinellas County this weekend. There I'm you going, go. I'm going down to Florida. Let's see Are if you? I can get in a uh, in a golf cart race. Right? You think somebody rent you me race or, the or somebody would rent me? Or you go find the dope dealer. You against Sheriff Judd. Penis pills. Well, that's not that's not Pinellas. That's, though. that's not. Uh, he's uh, what is he? Yeah, Sheriff he's our Lano area um, or something like that. Yeah. I forget his county. Um, uh, but I'm going to Palm Beach, so for wedding number two in December with 60 year olds. I don't get it. Palm Beach. I know where you're going. Okay, Brooklyn. No, <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm. The, trust me, I'm not going anywhere like you're probably thinking. A furious girlfriend launched an entire closet's worth of clothes out her sixth floor apartment uh, I balcony saw, I saw the in New York City. We've got the video. We will share the video. It's pretty hysterical. The footage captured the dramatic moment a woman in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, which used to be one of the worst areas of Brooklyn that has now been uh, all uh, gentrified and is now a desirable spot to live, tossed a heap of clothing onto the sidewalk after she she caught her boyfriend cheating. The 34-year-old woman allegedly came home and walked in on her boyfriend in bed with someone else, which sent her into a crazed episode. She sought revenge on her cheating partner by chucking all of his clothes along with other random belongings of his down six floors. He got off light. The neighbor, well, not if you even look at that picture. I mean, that's a lot of stuff she threw out of the place. Oh, he's sick. Um, The neighbor recording the comic incident said, this is what happens when I come back to New York, as she showed the mountain of clothes that was building up on the sidewalk. Bystanders stopped in their tracks to take in the entertaining spectacle as an emergency vehicle parked outside with its sirens blazing. This girl is crazy, the spectator said, as the crowd roared in response to the scene. She's given them a show. She's still throwing stuff, and the cops are outside now. The neighbor said as the girlfriend continued to scream from the top of her lungs. Ma'am, the jig is up, the the fed-up neighbor said after the chaos had gone on for too long. Photos of the aftermath showed makeup items and other miscellaneous objects lying scattered on the Brooklyn sidewalk. Neighbors said that a vase, an ottoman, a mirror, and a small kitchen appliance all got caught up in the tirade and ended up plummeting to the ground. He's lucky he ain't in there, and he'd be, or he'd be going over the balcony, said a commentator uh, on the viral video. The girlfriend was so infuriated at her boyfriend's disloyalty that she then stripped naked. Shortly after which she was Whoa, taken. Whoa, now you got my attention. She was yeah. taken to Elmhurst Hospital for evaluation, police said. Officers closed off the road between the apartment. Because everybody's digging through that <laughs> shit trying to get some free shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. And a man thought to be her boyfriend 
scrambled around trying to gather belongings. A tree outside of the apartment building was littered with those belongings and had to be cut down to make room for a safety net because authorities were worried the naked woman would jump. Right. The incident took place on Columbus Place in a typically quiet doorman building that charges renters $2,800 to $5,000 a month. Wow. So, boys— Ever been caught cheating by a girlfriend? And what's the worst thing a woman's ever done to you in a fit of rage? I wouldn't answer that question if I had. <laughs> that's, that's right. What is this some well, kind I get, of I get interrogation? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is a trick the question? <laughs> no, me, uh, this show is about me, sharing. See, yeah, I'm blasting you. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year there, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. 
Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Shit. <laughs> No, I, 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 I've never had it. Never I'm also a merger. That's right. It's not very good at it. So never got caught cheating. And I take the pill. Well, it doesn't have to be after you were married. I mean, caught cheating in a relationship. Definitely wouldn't answer that one. so lame. I figured we'd have a... Shit. All right, I'm going to tell you a story. That's a swim podcast. (laughs) I'm going to tell you one of mine. I knew you were. Here it comes. So I was dating this girl in high school. Eventually became my first wife. Mm -hmm. And, but uh, I said in high school, in college. And uh, our thing was we never dated exclusively. And so on occasion, She'd ask me to go to something, and I'd say, no, I'm already going to that with this person. Or I'd ask her to something, and she'd say, no, I'm already going with this person. And so uh, for football games, you used to have to wear a coat and tie, go to the fraternity house for a party before, uh, go to the game, come back for a band party at night. And I decided that the person that would probably piss her off the most that I could invite was my hairdresser, who was like a five foot eleven, you know, right. uh, curves on curves on mm. curves hairdresser that you know. And you're in college. No, if, you have a hairdresser. No offense, but was slightly <laughs> below the slightly below the average IQ of yeah, the Vanderbilt sure. undergrads, uh, yeah. and so uh, uh, she. So at the game, uh, she's at the game. Uh, the girl I was dating, just a few rows behind where I was with this girl. And this girl says, I got an idea. When Vanderbilt scores, you kiss me. And when Georgia scores, I'll kiss you. Well, it's Georgia Vanderbilt. So the game is like 72 to three. So this girl's tongue is down my throat the entire game. (laughs) And I know, I know (laughs) that uh, Lisa, my first wife is getting really, really pissed, (laughs) boiling just a few rows behind me. Right. So, uh, Late night, I'm back in my room with uh, with the hairdresser, mm-hmm. and we've uh, sufficiently worked out mm-hmm. the room. Uh, and who comes strolling through the front? It's, it's one of these rooms that you, you know, it's like an apartment. You got six guys living in there. Yeah. You got singles. Some right. guys share, and you got a common uh, kitchen and living room area. And she comes bursting through the front door. And at that moment, I was in the bathroom I left the door to my room wide open where the hairdresser was laying naked right. on my bed. And <laughs> I had I had stepped in dog shit that one of my roommates, the, my roommate had a puppy that his dog had put down. So I'm there in the bathroom uh, with my foot in the bathtub trying to rinse off the shit off of my, off my foot. And she walks in, she sees me, uh, you know, naked in the bathroom, she sees the hairdresser naked in my room and just slams my sweet door and goes storming off. And, uh, yeah, it took months before we spoke again after well, that. Now it's, this is called real life, real crime. But Marina, Warren. but Marina but, but was a great hairdresser. You had an open, open relationship. So why is that cheating? 
Well, she considered it cheating. Mm. The relationship was only open on her side. I think the way she saw it. Yeah, she's still married. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story. Right. For another day. There you go. Mike's hairdresser. Right. Mine was at Fantastic Sam's. Oh, was a dude. <laughs> you had an open relationship with him? Yeah. had an open relationship. That's right. All right, moving on. And we're we're going to Kansas. And, and uh, heck, shout out Dr. Chris Coster in Kansas. Shout out. Nothing wrong with hairdressers, by the way. Shout out to hairdressers. No, heck no. Um, we're in Kansas, and this is uh, one of the crazier stories you'd probably get, not only in Kansas, but anywhere. Uh, a Kansas State team was arrested for trying to kill her parents twice in one night. Nice. That's right. So police say a bedroom surveillance camera recorded a 13-year-old girl attempting to kill her sleeping parents early Saturday in Salina, Kansas. Police got the call just before 2.30 a.m., and they went to the family's home. The parents told investigators they were asleep when their 13-year-old daughter entered the bedroom with a pillow and a large butcher knife. The daughter put the pillow over the father's head, trying to smother him. However, he woke up, so the girl hurriedly hid in the closet. The father fell back asleep. Hmm. Police say that then the daughter tried to smother the father again, and he woke up again. However, the man realized uh, what was happening this time and checked the surveillance footage. So he goes to the cameras, and he's like, I think she was trying to kill me. The camera footage showed what happened. He also said the girl admitted that she went into the room intending to kill her parents. Crazy. So police arrested her on suspicion of attempted first-degree murder, and she's being held in the juvenile detention facility in Junction, Junction City. And, hey, look, we're all parents here. Yeah. My gosh, man. Hey, I wonder it, why he has surveillance camera in his room. That, you know, that I, I wondered that, too. And l- let me tell you, I got a neighbor, um, older, and uh, lives by herself, and she has security cameras inside her house. Yeah, and I thought I that understand. was the strangest thing. I but my wife that. acts like everybody does that now. Yeah, but they, the a lot of people. It's pretty common. A, I, 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 I just have a national company that's, that sponsored me, and then, and, uh, yeah, they gave us the cameras and everything and put it in home, but I put over like the gun safe and stuff like that. I think if you put it in the bedroom, you're going to catch some business. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. Well, I think that's the only reason you do put it. He <laughs> may have not told his wife yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I happen to have a camera. Right. <laughs> I mean, let me un- that unspin the fire, fire alarm. This is a replay moment where they throw the red flag. <laughs> you go yeah. back and watch the video. But, what, I mean, a 13 oh, year old. Yeah, that's crazy. And trying to do it, tw- I mean, like he almost woke up. That didn't even scare her enough to stop. Right, right. And she so waits till he falls back asleep. A said, knife, butcher knife. Yeah, butcher knife, yeah. Oh. Jeez, Louise, crazy. Well, at least she didn't decide to use the butcher knife. Well, you know what, people? It's tis the season, right? And, you know, the Christmas lights and decorations and all that great shit. It's love. I do Christmas vacation every year and dress up and act it out and then make my kids watch the movie since they were babies. But here's one for you. So, you know, that neighbor that outdoes everyone else in their you know, neighborhood with the holiday decorating, you envy them and your kids and grandkids ask you, 
why can't you put up decoration like those? Well, a couple drew the ire of their neighbors in Plantation, Florida for years. But get this. The Broward County Property Appraiser's Office said the pair had lived in the home illegally for 15 years. Oh. Squatters that's putting right. up that's right. decorations. An investigation found that a South Florida home known for its over-the-top Christmas lights has been illegally occupied for almost two decades. Kathy Hyatt, a realtor, and her ex-husband, Mark, who died in 2020, uh, squatted in the Plantation, Florida home for 15 years, according to the legal documents. Per the report, there was never a title on the property, and they had a forged deed. The appraiser's office dubbed the investigation the nightmare before Christmas. Oh, that's great. Right? As the Hyatt's were known for going all out with their holiday decorations, covering the house in thousands of colored strings of lights, festive figures, and large glowing lawn ornaments, earning it the nickname the Hyatt Extreme Christmas House. Even <laughs> right, even that caused some conflicts with the neighbors and the city of Plantation over the years. There were some legal issues and complaints between the city of Plantation and the Hyatt's that stemmed from the Christmas light situation. Vivian Galliani, crimes against property investigator at the appraisal office, said. Marty Clark, the Broward County property appraiser, said his office is seeking justice for the county taxpayers. I am proud of our crimes against property team for shining the light on the fraud that took place as I am hopeful it will bring the innocent victims a little comfort. Our office is rightfully back the taxing, uh, back taxing the property in the amount of thousands of dollars as our taxpayers are also the victims of the fraud and deserve to be made whole. The homestead exemption back taxes against property are $34,724.68. That thing bad right. for 15 years right. of living somewhere. Right. So while the statute of limitations are up for many of the criminal charges, according to Galliano, there is now the issue of who rightfully owns the home resolve. And that part is being sorted out, but that will take some time, she added. Yeah, well, wouldn't it be the homeowner that would owe those? I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously it's going to And where the freaking hell are the homeowners that, that haven't did. been there for 15 they years? They probably did, but what, they said that one lady is a realtor. Some no, you got really a fake deed on up. your house, and, and then you're out there flaunting your shit. They got $34,000 worth of Christmas decorations, probably. Well, yeah, they didn't have a house now. <laughs> exactly. You can afford them Christmas lights. Yeah. Christmas great. lights are cheap. That's the squatting hall of fame right there. I agree. Okay, well, <laughs> what we're what I'm going to try and do next could either go well or it could be a complete disaster. I don't know which it is going to be. But we are all familiar with the story of the grumpy cave-dwelling creature who lived on a steep mountaintop with his loyal and slightly intimidated dog. I thought we'd have some fun today by testing Woody and Jim's knowledge of the story, as well as their knowledge of the crimes committed within the story. So there are 20 questions embedded in the story I'm about to tell. As I go through it, I will stop and turn to you two guys to fill in the answer I'm looking for. For instance, our story starts off with, his name was... The Grinch. The Grinch. That would be a correct answer for Jim. Okay. You're going to get a whole lot of these. I've never even seen this. Okay. I'm I'm going to come up with the best answer. I I thought yesterday, do I need to text Woody to see if he's launched the Grinch? I I I I read what you said. I just wouldn't have changed my answer. No, there's no human being on planet Earth who has not seen the Grinch. Probably read the Dr. Zeus book when I was a kid. (laughs) 
Okay, so let's go. Below his home, which sits atop Booger Mountain. Jim? Uh, a cliff. Mount Crumpet. Nobody got that one. Sits a small village called Bakerland. I don't know. Whoville. Oh, yeah. Duh. Where the people live to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. Our villain gets so annoyed by the happiness of the villagers that he forms a plan to execute the heist of the century. The Grinch plans to steal all the toys, all the presents, uh, the spirit of Christmas. I think you both say Christmas at about the same time. So I'll give you both. His plan is to steal Christmas. Gotta give me something. One of the very first crimes the Grinch commits is conspiracy. He conjures up the plan with his dog named Panties. Uh, um, I was going to say Panties, too. You were? (laughs) His dog's name is Max. Uh, The plan calls for the Grinch to dress up as a woman, a green goblin, Santa. Uh, Oh, my God. What a disaster. (laughs) Sneak into the homes of Whoville and steal Christmas from them. While one could argue that Max never technically agreed to those plans, they did move forward with them, which makes Max a co conspirator. Woody goes up that, two to it's one. It's only because it's a crime question. Right <laughs> In the Grinch's effort to steal Christmas, he intimidates residents and spreads trauma throughout the town. For his role in the intimidation of the Who's, the Grinch could have been charged as a. Conspirator. Uh, predator. Domestic terrorist is what we were looking oh, for. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure they didn't say that back in 1977. Hey, no way, Dr. Yeah. said that. It's a modern take on the story. Before leaving his uh, house. Peter Spump. <laughs> he lived in a cave. Before leaving his cave on Mount Crumpet, the Grinch dons a Santa suit and puts... Blank on Max's Candy head. canes. Uh, a Santa hat. He puts antlers on Max's head. Max got shot. For this, the they could season. both be charged with... Murder. <laughs> oh, God. What do you mean? Uh, robbing uh, one of these drugstores that oh, like they do now. Identity theft. Ugh. <laughs> It's not clear whether Max agrees to everything the Grinch plans to do. Regardless, the Grinch slaps antlers on the dog and forces him to pull a... Slay. Woody up three to one on the Grinch, Jim. This, come on. This can't happen. That's clearly much too large for Max to carry. The Grinch also carries a whip to provide Max with some encouragement. These acts constitute... BDSM. I was going to say Max gives him how are you saying I have lost the room. No, that would be animal abuse, not BDSM, Jim. <laughs> when, when the Grinch arrives in town, he begins entering residents' homes through their... Chimney. Jim. There you go. Nice. Three to two. Jim's back in it. This could count as blank. Burglary. Breaking and entering. Jim evens it up. Uh, this could count as breaking and entering, especially because the Grinch went in with the intention of committing crimes. Once inside a home, he steals every Christmas-related item he could get his hands on, which is called... Christmas panties. 
Burglar. I had no idea. It is burglar. What he goes back up four three. Okay, wait. The Grinch. We're almost done. The Grinch made many hairpin turns and dangerous jumps driving back up the mountainside, which could have earned him a charge of DWI, speeding, reckless operation, careless operation. Well, I'm going to give you both credit. Reckless driving, but I'm going to say that you both get credit there. So it's five four. Okay, this is this is it here. But all ends happily for the Grinch because a child named Santa Claus George. Cindy Lou Who, little Cindy Lou Who, come on, Uh-oh. teaches him the blank meaning of Christmas. True man, real meaning. True uh, man. Woody, six four. Shit. <laughs> and makes the Grinch's blank swell. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Hemorrhoids. <laughs> well. Pride. His heart swells in oh, the yeah. story, but perhaps there were other body parts that swelled as well, oh, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> the very last sentence. The Grinch even joins the Who's holiday feast and carves the Who's turkey. turkey. Roast Damn. beast. Who the fuck eats a roast on Christmas? Yeah. The Who's had a roast beast. Of course. Roast, Most people have seen this beast? movie 27 times, by the way. So, epic fail, folks, but Woody did win the Grinch. That's amazing. How the Grinch stole Christmas trivia story, whatever it was. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a swing and a miss, Mike. That's funny. Oh, it might have been entertaining. (laughs) All right, well. And it did have crime in it for the record. It it, it definitely had many crimes. Mile high crime for Thursday. And. A traveler was arrested by police after TSA officers at LaGuardia Airport spotted a handgun in a loaded gun magazine concealed. Where do you think they concealed it? In the anus? No, that was my first thought, too. In a side, a pair of sneakers packed inside a checked bag. So when the checked bag... (laughs) Passed through. (laughs) Yeah, they'll never find it here. When the check bag passed through the TSA explosive detection unit, it triggered an alarm, alerting TSA officers to the open bag to open the bag and get a look at what caused the alarm. When the officers found uh, what the officers found inside the luggage was a pair of white Nike high top sneakers with green trim, and inside that was a a 45 caliber semi-automatic gun in one shoe and the gun magazine loaded with six bullets in another shoe. There you go. Uh, TSA off officials notified the port authority police who tracked down the traveler at his gate and arrested him on the weapons charges. In addition, the individual also faces a stiff financial civil penalty. Attempting to conceal firearms inside shoes in a checked bag doesn't cut it, said Robert Robert Duffy, the federal security director for the airport. If you want to travel with your gun, travelers only need to pack it properly. Passengers are permitted to travel with firearms in checked baggage if they are unloaded and packed in a hard-sided locked case. Correct. Then the locked case should be taken to the airline checking counter yep. to be declared. Yep. TSA has details on how to do this uh, on its website, so yep. you can check it out there. But definitely don't stick it in your high tops. Well, if the yeah, Nikes were tied tightly, 
You know, I, I'm sure that's what he was like. Yeah, hey, yeah. it was it was this that is was the secure. case. This yeah. is what I carry my guns in. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Put yeah. me in your shoes. So mile high. Mile high. Thursday, and we're going back to Florida, y'all. And there was a man who was arrested after a neighbor outside a window videotaped him having sex with a woman in his condominium. And he says he was amazed someone didn't just come to the door and ask them to stop. <laughs> I figured it out. It seems almost Wait, so they were inside. They're inside their home. Right, 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 right. So it seems almost communistic being arrested at your own house for having sex, said Alfred Stevens. It amazed me that someone had the audacity to actually videotape this. If his neighbors <laughs> had come to his door, he said, we would have stopped and assisted immediately. So Stevens, who's 36, and Janet Paddock, 32, were arrested Tuesday night and charged with lewdness, lascivious acts. Now, neighbor Lee Adler made a video of the couple in the bathroom of Stevens' first floor condo, which is less than 10 feet from a pool, police and mm. neighbor said. Rick uh, Yeager, property manager of the condominium, said Thursday he asked Stevens to move out. Stevens rented the condo three weeks ago. Um, their attorney said Thursday his client has no plans to stay. He added that he would ask prosecutors to reduce or drop the charges. And Robin Blummer, the executive director of the American Civil Liberties Union in Florida, called the arrest absurd. I'm calling it absurd also. So she said, what if this was not a matter of them seeing through the window but hearing through a wall, she asked. Could they be arrested? They made noise, noises associated with sex. Is that lewd and lascivious? Adler said he'd take the couple for about two minutes because his neighbor, <laughs> his neighbor right? Sounded like Adler was uh-huh. a little pervert. Because his neighbors were talking about calling deputies. They knew we were out there. They were exhibitionists, Adler said. I shot right through the blinds. The damn blinds weren't even open. The uh, Paddock says she wouldn't knowingly have sex in front of people. My private life is private. What I do behind the shades is my own business, she said. I'm 32 years old. It's not like I'm 16. All right. Couple That's points, crazy. A couple points here. You have a reasonable right of expectation of privacy. If you Even if you have a backyard and you build an eight-foot privacy fence around your pool and you get butt neck in your pool. If your neighbor has a second story window and they're watching you, okay, you know, you're making a reasonable expectation to have privacy. If you're in your home and you forget to close the blinds, I mean like the blinds are down, but you forget to close because you want mm-hmm. to let some light in. Or you don't think anybody and, can right, see right, you. Yeah. Yeah. Or however it may be. And, and people are looking in, you still have a reasonable expectation of privacy. That dude that shot the video, his yeah. ass should have been arrested. Yeah. Agree, 100%. Yeah. And, he, and he films them for two minutes now. For two minutes. That's a long yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, that's like, and, and now these people are embarrassed and they're on Real Life Real Crime Daily. Kinky yeah. crime. Well, hey, we, well, if that had been Pinellas, we, the peeping Tom would have been arrested. Yeah. That's yeah. right. The county's got to right. get their crap. And we support up. you. We don't think right. you should have went to the now, slammer. Now you're on Kiki Crimes. Let's go across the pond, boys, shall we? Mm-hmm. 
answer a question, answer a statement with a question, or end the statement with a question. A group of British teens were relentless in their teasing of the school's caretaker and landscaper in West Bolshishire, Wales. The entitled brass. Bolshishire. It's not, a, awesome. it's not a T, it's Bushishire. Should be a T. The entitled brats at the swanky Academy of the Elitists took aim with harsh words at Seamus Moneypenny, the school's learning disabled caretaker. Chants of Seamus the anus and Moneypenny Shame. has no money <laughs> were de rigueur at the bastion of snobbery. At this bastion of snobbery. The students were having recess and playing a football match when it happened. A 16-year-old was too busy casting his daily aspersions in Seamus' direction to notice the kick from the other team's midfielder traveling towards the goal he was supposed to be tending. Goal! shouted the boys from the other side. At that point, the embarrassed goaltender charged at Seamus, screaming and blaming his folly on the bashful caretaker. Seamus had been out on the grassy acres of the school doing some bush pruning and grass cutting. Along the way, he'd found some items he'd cleaned up and thrown into a satchel he was carrying. As the, goal, as the young goaltender approached Seamus, Seamus reached into his bag, grabbed something, and threw it in the direction of the oncoming team. It's not every day you see a hedgehog. That's right, a hedgehog thrown at someone's head. Seamus proved a perfect marksman and hit the teen right in the side of his face, causing a large red welt and several deep puncture wounds. <laughs> the boy's family went to the police, and ultimately Seamus was convicted of common assault and offensive behavior following a defended hearing. He had pleaded innocent to the charges. He was fined a total of $545 and ordered to pay $389 to the victim. Mm. This was not enough for the boy's family, who demanded that the Academy fire Seamus. After much internal discussion, the Academy's board made a surprising decision. Instead of terminating Seamus' employment, they instead expelled the student. An internal investigation found that the young man had been a lead instigator in daily efforts to humiliate Seamus. So the boy gets some first-class hedgehog punctures to the face and a banjo serenade. There you go. Spoil rotten little brat. Take that hedgehog to the face. I wonder if the hedgehog's name was Sonic. In Bolshishire, Wales. Bolshishire. 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 That's a great name for a place in Wales. Right. I want to go there. Woody Everton, any final thoughts? Oh, um, we're just a couple weeks away from Christmas, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't even started hunting yet, really. But I'm about to. Maybe this weekend. Have you seen? Oh, my dad's. Um, golly, I don't know what year it is. My dad's birthday is this weekend. Happy you, birthday, it's Dad. 2023. Well, happy birthday. So he was born the week of Pearl Harbor. 1941. How does that make him? Well, that would make him 83. 83. 82. So shout out 82. to the man that made me a man. birthday, Mr. Right. Overton. He's a young man. Mr. Overton's still a young man. Yeah. Lee Overton. But he didn't let you watch Christmas specials when you were a kid. What's what's up with that? Um, we we didn't have like Christmas specials when I was a kid. We had like Snoopy. We had Santa Claus is coming. Oh, we had, no, we had, we had yeah. the uh, one I got to watch every year with uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah. the animated one with the snowman yeah. monster and all that yeah. shit. 
for our lives. But I ain't Happy get to watch. New Year or something. They, they, they had a New Year, Rudolph's oh, yeah. new, shiny New Year uh, or something. They, well, they, that was later. But yeah. that you're thinking about the one with the, uh, what was his name? Frosty? The, the uh, you know, he was like Yukon, uh, Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought that was shiny New Year. No, no that's, that's, uh, that's Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah, I got to watch Frosty's snowman. Okay, so you saw yeah, everything, was good but the Grinch, the Grinch was not a thing. I've read there. the book, The Grinch. I just don't remember it. I remember seeing it. All right. Sad thing is, my wife loves The Grinch. Well, I might, I might have to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I may have to. Can I borrow some of your I may weed? have to invoke another. Uh, Can I borrow some of your weed, Mike? It's bath salts. It was, it was <laughs> all taken away from me at the airport the other day. All right, Mike. Uh, anyway, we love and appreciate all y'all. Thank you so much um, for everything. Mike, any final thoughts? I what? bought this week the home version of the Dumb Criminals game. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sold by Coles. Mm-hmm. Do you get a percentage of that? So we're gonna up. We're gonna up our quality of our Dumb Criminals episodes, <laughs> stealing them from the Dumb Boy, Criminals. No more, no more across the pond. Sonic no more, the Hedgehog. No more, no more Bullshitshire Whales. <laughs> Bullshitshire Whales, Sonic the Hedgehogs. Alright, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Aglets. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.